Welcome to Strong Faith Fit Life, the daily-ish podcast where we explore the intersection of faith and health to help you build strength from the inside out. My name is Deborah. Welcome to the show. Episode 14, You Are What You Eat. I love that sentence, you are what you eat. I used to giggle incessantly at this phrase as I selected yet another packet of nerds from my Halloween candy bag. I'm a nerd, I would cackle. You are what you eat. I would chant as my sister even selected her candy. What are you, a nerd? A dum-dum? How about a smarty? Hee hee hee. I would always leave the S off of smarties. You know, you could take smarties to get smart, but I like to do that. And I thought I was being punny, playing on the words of candy. However, a funny thing happened as I got older. I actually began to see the adage, you are what you eat with new eyes. In episode five, not all carbs are created equal, I talked about growing up using a calculator to stay on budget. This meant that I grew up eating a lot of whole foods. Not from whole foods, which I refer to as whole paycheck, okay? When I talk about whole foods, I mean whole food products, okay? They were cheaper and are still cheaper, and they're more satisfying than processed foods. My mom's philosophy was if we had a limited budget, we would eat the best we could. If there were extras, maybe we would get something like a treat. And I'll be honest, it's a phenomenal approach to feeding a growing family. And I certainly didn't see it at the time, but when I had kids, I adopted her same principles. After graduating high school, I went to the Naval Academy, where I was introduced for the first time to high-volume, low-nutrition food. Now, I don't know, I didn't know at the time that it was high-volume, low-nutrition food. And so here's what breakfast looked like. We would come down from morning formation to our tables, and we all had specific tables, guys. We had specific tables and specific places that we had to sit. It's a thing. And the tables would be stocked with some sort of fruit punch. Um, I want to say that we had like strawberry kiwi cooler, but that may have been lunchtime. And then we all had all the mini cereal boxes you could imagine on the table. And then you were served with some type of warm breakfast, scrambled eggs, flapsticks, pancakes, sausage, something. And after growing up in a house where we predominantly ate oatmeal, whole wheat toast, whole eggs for breakfast, with the occasional cereal, you know, the giant shredded wheat rectangles that kind of resemble a wicker basket. Yep, those were breakfast. I thought Naval Academy's breakfast spread was phenomenal. I mean, Lucky Charms every day. And yes, y'all, I ate Lucky Charms every day with some scrambled eggs. Hmm. And I always selected a cereal strategically. Yes, I definitely did Lucky Charms. Just no arguments, okay? And... And the reason I did that was because if you were waiting for the hot breakfast to be served, you had to answer questions because you, as a freshman, they asked you questions while you sat at the table. However, they didn't like asking you questions with your mouth full. So if you ate cereal, you know, you couldn't answer as many questions. So this was definitely a strategic move on my part. Uh, (laughs) And then when the hot breakfast got served, I always ate some form of protein because, well, I grew up eating eggs and oatmeal. It wasn't always just one thing, right? We always had two things for breakfast. And then I would grab a glass of juice and I would leave the table with a piece of fruit because there was no meal service all the way until lunchtime. And we ate breakfast early. This was not a nine o'clock breakfast. This was a 7 a.m. breakfast after formation. And I'll be honest, dinner and lunch, they were really the same. They were very processed and very carbohydrate heavy. And to be real, I started finding myself getting really frustrated. I was an athlete. 
everyone at the school is an athlete. And my loose fitting uniforms, they didn't fit like they used to. They started to get tighter. In fact, I actually had to have my the pants let out. Um, I actually altered my own pants and let them out at the waist because I gained weight. I mean, I wasn't really thinking in my head that I was eating differently. And I definitely didn't realize I was eating differently. If you're ready to take control of your health and align it with your faith, then head over to Facebook and join the community group at Strong Faith Fit Life. That's Strong Faith Fit Life. Okay, back to the show. At the time, it wasn't really until I had my second baby that I started to struggle with weight and not being able to lose it kind of when I wanted to. You know, like in, in college, it was easy. I got a little bit of weight, let your pants out, run a little more. Weight comes off, right? When you're in your early 20s. Gotta love all those online Instagram 20-year-old fitness influencers who are like, I eat ramen and a Coke and I lost 10 pounds. And I'm like, I just look at it in the grocery store and I gain 10 pounds. We are not the same. We are not on the same journey. And that's kind of where I hit when I had my second baby. Like my thyroid kind of started to slow down. I started having issues. And quite frankly, I started exercising more. I'd already been exercising loosely. I started exercising more, looking at what I was eating and things weren't working. And I realized it was not simply enough to just consume until satisfied. And I had to get critical about actually the quality of food that I was eating and why I was eating what I was eating. Earlier this week, one of my coaching clients posted a really good meme. And the meme showed a picture of vegetables, fruit, and other whole foods. And then a picture of like a pile of processed foods, hamburgers, pizza, french fries. And the quote on it said this, every bite you take, you're either fighting disease or feed, or fueling disease. I wanted to say feeding disease. Now, if you know me and you've worked with me or you want to work with me, you'll know that this is a gross oversimplification because it's okay to have some French fries. It's okay to have some blueberries. It's okay to have a slice of pizza. You have to know how your food is fueling you and be reasonable about this. So, Yes, if all you ate is high-processed foods, we would be having an issue, and it would be certainly different than if you're eating the vegetables. But let's go back to here and say this. I don't like the oversimplification. However, there is a kernel of truth in all of this, and the reality is we see weight gain and a lot of obesity-derived health issues, and they run in families. And the reality is they run in families because diets and cooking also runs in families. The truth is, we are what we eat. We can see it in our bodies. In fact, I'm going to share a quick story. I went to the doctor. Um, that, was, that was probably like almost 20 years ago. My mother had just been diagnosed with osteopenia. And if you don't know what that is, it's where your bone density starts to reduce. However, my mother was really young when she was diagnosed with it. And I went to my doctor and he said to me, just keep doing what you're doing. You'll be fine. And I said, I asked him how that was possible because there was a nutrition component to my mother's osteopenia. And I said, how is that possible? Because my mother is the one who taught me how to cook. My mother is the one who showed me what food is. And he didn't actually have an answer for that. And we actually left the office at an impasse because he couldn't, he didn't have an answer to my question of just keep doing what you're doing. But the person who showed me how to do it is the one who's having problems. And again, there is a nutritional component in my mother's particular situation. 
Um, and so that's what I was checking on. I wanted to understand, like, what do I do? I'm at risk. My mother was at risk. And that's what we talk about here. Diets run in families, health issues, they run in families. And in order to change them, we have to change our behavior. And guys, that's hard. That's really hard. So just to start, I want you to be critical about how you think about your food. It's not an all or nothing thing, but rather making sure that most you, you mostly eat whole foods rather than unprocessed choices that help keep your body at an appropriate weight and fueling your health to the best of your ability. And that's the place that you start. So don't panic. All things can change if you just make simple, small changes. And remember, you are what you eat. Hey, if you enjoyed the show, don't forget to follow the show so you can get notified when I drop a new episode. You can also join me in the Facebook group, Strong Faith, Fit Life. Hope to see you there. Until next time. Bye.